Chapter 14 Ordre Public Someone who sets out to act morally well in all things must perish under a crowd that does not care. Niccolo Machiavelli, State Philosopher and Politician The private law system used by the operator and the corresponding dispute resolution rules cover the most expected conflicts of interest. Nevertheless, there is also a need for a framework with corresponding rules of coexistence, a so-called ordre public. In addition to rules of practicality, this also includes rules that reflect the common basic convictions of the residents, a kind of non-negotiable set of house rules. This is already necessary for practical purposes when many people come together in a relatively small area. This is no different than rules used on a smaller scale for purely privately operated swimming pools, shopping centers, and amusement parks. These rules usually require visitors to follow the instructions of employees and to refrain from harassing other customers. The validity of these rules is accepted upon entry into the relevant facilities. The same principle applies to free private cities. It is easy when roads and squares are owned by the operating company, but this can change over time. The citizen's contract will therefore define a public space that includes streets and squares, for example, and continues to apply regardless of who owns it. Legally, the property would be resold with the corresponding covenant as public space, comparable to a right-of-way registered in the land registry. Balance of Interests Of course, a free private city offers more opportunity for friction and conflict than a shopping center, simply because there are many more areas of living together where conflicts can arise. Here, it is necessary to weigh the sovereignty of the contract citizens to solve these conflicts among themselves against the general interest in an attractive, low-conflict, and developing community. For example, it would be conceivable to completely dispense with building specifications and leave this to the citizens and landowners. But as soon as a factory opens that produces dust and noise, a problem arises that affects a large number of people. During the industrialization of Germany in the 19th century, many former artisan workshops were transformed into industrial operations. However, they remained on the spot, mostly in the city centers. Their output of products multiplied, but so did noise, smell, and filth. As a result, there were waves of lawsuits from affected neighbors who claimed that their property and possessions had been damaged. This led to a backlog in the courts and endless proceedings over the reasonableness of certain emissions. The problem was finally resolved by designating industrial and commercial areas outside the city center in which different standards applied than in the residential areas. The designation of areas for a specific use, including the associated emission thresholds, can therefore have a pacifying effect and reduce transaction costs for all parties involved. It would be conceivable to fight out the extent of permissible use via legal battles over property and ownership rights. This, however, would create considerable legal uncertainty both for potentially affected citizens and for producers. For reasons of legal and investment security, production companies in particular will presumably ask for a permit. 
any requirement that they reach bilateral agreements with all their neighbors and potentially affected parties, potentially numbering into thousands, would deter them. Free private cities which approach those questions more pragmatically than ideologically are likely to be more successful. Nevertheless, a consensual deviation from neighboring regulations should always be possible if all parties concerned expressly agree to it. By designating zones with different levels of regulation, different needs can be taken into account and a laboratory for regulation experimentation can be created. It would also be possible to study how certain areas develop that are left completely unregulated. Expedience The city operator will continue to be interested in ensuring an attractive cityscape in the interest of its customers. For this purpose, it will be necessary to make building specifications in the sense of a development plan, such as number of stories, maximum height, minimum distance requirements, fire protection. Especially in the core area of the city, these requirements will be stricter than in the outskirts, where they can be largely or completely dispensed with. The operator of a city may wish to specify a few regulations in order to facilitate the orderly coexistence and further development of the city. These include bans or licensing of certain activities and hazardous substances, building design, building regulations, and traffic regulations, occupational safety regulations, the powers of the safety authorities, emission and environmental regulations. It may also make sense to require proof of an insurance contract for certain areas, such as motor vehicle liability or building damage. All these are intended to protect other citizens, especially when very serious damage has occurred. The insurance covers the damage even if the polluter has no means of paying for it. Finally, there are requirements on the part of the host state. For example, there are many countries that criminalize the use of certain drugs and prohibit all related activities. The operator of a free private city must take this into account, otherwise he will not find a host state or he will quickly become the target of powerful states or organized crime. In this respect, certain behavioral restrictions that had to be conceded in the agreement with the host state will be reflected in the internal rules of the city. These may include compulsory insurance and license plates for motor vehicles, restrictions on the possession of weapons or drugs, regulations on patents and copyright, etc. The same applies to the broad field of banking regulation and money laundering. In the sense of an extended Most Favored Nation clause, one could reserve the right in the agreement with the host state to stipulate that the free private city may, in principle, make such regulations as apply in at least one other state in the world. In this way, one would at least have the possibility of choosing the most free option in the case of mandatory regulation. However this works out, a free private city should be able to get by with a tiny fraction of the laws and regulations typical of today's nation-states. Creating Social Harmony Characteristics of a free private city include the voluntary nature of participation, the existence of a contract between operator and citizen, 
The general freedom of action as a principle, limited only by the freedom of action of others as well as rules and regulations that facilitate peaceful coexistence, but also ensure that the inhabitants share certain basic values and that the city is attractive for the respective target group. It is therefore quite likely that different free private cities will have a different ordre public. In this respect, the operator will make rules for living together which, according to his market assessment, increase the quality of life for his target group and simplify peaceful coexistence. For example, he could prohibit walking around in public armed, naked, or in full veil. Prohibitions on copulation or begging in public are also conceivable. All these are more or less questions of taste and weighing the pros and cons. Fundamental debates about these things are as fruitless as they are dispensable, especially since the corresponding rules will be known before the conclusion of the contract. What someone does in his private rooms is, of course, unaffected by this. Differentiations are conceivable. For example, stricter rules could apply in the core area of the city than in the suburbs. It is also conceivable to leave entire city districts to real estate developers who may then lay down their own house rules for them, which may deviate from the rules which apply in other areas. Nevertheless, a certain foundational ordre public must be binding and uniform for the entire free private city. It has already been said that a certain consensus of values among citizens is needed. This goes beyond the public space. Therefore, there will have to be rules that should apply, even when it comes to activities on private property. This generally concerns the renunciation of violence to enforce one's own purposes, in particular personal injury and homicide, but also all other criminal provisions. Secondly, it includes provisions which are not criminal offenses but concern public order, for example, a ban on parking in certain areas, on exceeding the speed limit, or on driving under the influence of alcohol. These are administrative offenses which may be punishable by a fine, but in repeated cases may well lead to expulsion from the city insofar as the citizen's contract provides for this. The ordre public always plays a role when certain rules are considered fundamental or so important for society that they must also be enforced in the private sphere of citizens. This ultimately serves to create and maintain social harmony. In a society without ordre public, there is no one who could prevent parents from cutting off their children's right arm at the age of 10 on the basis of religious beliefs. Another could cruelly torture dogs and cats in his garden and display them crucified since they are his property. Still others could walk around public space naked. There are also limits to which foreign legal systems could be imported. For example, certain groups could agree to apply Sharia law internally and cut off thieves' hands or stone adulterers. The burning of widows in India also often took place with the religious consent of the women concerned. Likewise, most people may oppose the eating of dead human remains, even if the deceased have agreed to it in their will. The same applies to the acceptance of child marriages of contract citizens, even if such marriages have been effectively concluded abroad. Here, it becomes clear that certain behaviors, which we automatically avoid due to our social conditioning, are actually based on a social consensus of values. 
In a free private city as a new social order, these things must be explicitly addressed. But this is also the chance to make sure that such taboos actually exist and why they do so. The free private city should generally reserve the right to prohibit and punish conduct contrary to the basic order of the city, even if such conduct is permitted elsewhere. Basically, the aim of the Ordre Public is to enforce the same rules for everyone in a core area and not to grant special rights, for example, for religious people. Opinions will vary as to which rules these are and how far they should go. For this reason alone, it is advantageous if there are different social orders in different free private cities. In this respect, self-determination also has its limits, but it cannot be ruled out that there will be social orders in the future that do not lay down any guidelines in this respect. As long as participation is voluntary, that is acceptable. In addition, for reasons of self-support alone, any attempt to undermine the liberty-based order of the free private city will either be punishable or sanctioned with expulsion as an offense against the ordre public. This would be the case, for example, when political extremists call for the order of the city to be overthrown and the operator or the landowners to be expropriated, or when preachers encourage hatred and violence against those of other faiths. Serious cases, such as instigating damage to property or even death, will generally constitute independent criminal offenses and thus give reason to terminate the contract and to be expelled from the free private city. But what about calls for aggressive intolerance that do not reach the criminal threshold? An example. O Allah, give victory, honor, and power to our brothers, the jihadists in Yemen, Syria, Iraq, all over the world. Let them triumph over the treacherous Jews, the evil Christians, and the unreliable hypocrites. This prayer was said by a Wahhabite imam of the Holy Mosque of Mecca during the annual pilgrimage in 2016. Above and beyond the reference to the jihadists in the three countries mentioned, at that time all embroiled in civil war, the preacher called for the use of force all over the world. Such people should be expelled from the free private city. Experience has confirmed again and again that permitting intolerance is not tolerant, but stupid. Not sanctioning such statements will result in an increased influx of like-minded people. Freedom of expression is therefore limited insofar as expressing a negative opinion about another group, individual, or religion is in principle permissible, but presupposes that no call to use violence is associated with it or that others are not simply denied the right to exist, prohibition of aggressive intolerance. It is never easy to draw the line between prohibited, aggressively intolerant speech and freedom of expression, but we have to live with it, especially since the sanction is not a criminal prosecution and conviction for hate speech, but merely the non-renewal or termination of the contract and expulsion. In addition, the dismissal may be challenged by court or arbitration. Here, however, the operator could contractually reserve the right to pay only damages in the event of defeat without being obliged to revoke the termination as such. This would also apply to cases in which rebellious troublemakers who have exhausted all legal remedies are to be expelled from the city. 
Otherwise, the Bakkenford dilemma, compare chapter 4, 6, seems unsolvable. Under such a framework, a common identity is likely to develop in free private cities over time, either out of pride in the structure created or in the social order that is regarded as unique. It is to be expected that over time certain behaviors, such as good clothing, aesthetic taste, and civilized manners, will emerge as signs of success after the initial economic uncertainty has been overcome.